0: Everybody good to see you Thursday night. Hope you're doing good. Here we are on day 157. I repeat 157 of 15 days to slow the spread. 157 of 15 days to slow the spread. Doing really good. Hopping right in tonight. We're going to be talking about the DNC. Most of you think of that as being the Democratic National Convention. I look at it as the Democratic National Clown Show. So I guess it's DNCS. Democratic National Clown Show. We'll get into that deep. But just to start off with some uh, what I consider to be prototypical Democratic Party action, this is right out of Greg Jarrett from two days ago, Eight well, actually yesterday, 819. It says NY, NYC New York City in shambles, budget cuts as de Blasio's wife enjoys staff costing taxpayers $2 million. Typical Democratic policy. Char- Charlene McCray, that's Bill de Blasio's unelected wife, has a staff of 14 people costing the city. Now remember now, this is where in a state where you got 30,000 people dead of COVID, lots of people laid off, I mean, literally hundreds of thousands of people laid off. You've got crime rampant in the streets, murder rate up 25% in the span of six months. And you've got Sherlene McRae, Bill de Blasio's unelected wife, has a staff of 14 people costing the city a horrendous $2 million annually. Now, remember, these are always the socialists. You know, lead by example. If you're a socialist, why do you have a staff that costs the taxpayer $2 million? Daily Mail UK reports, while, using, while crime soars amid NYPD budget cuts, so you got cops losing their jobs. But Bill de Blasio's wife's got a $2 million staff. Trash is left to pile up on the streets. And 22,000 city workers face job losses. McCray's getting filmed baking cookies by her videographer, her $70,000 a year videographer. However, Daily Mail reports the senior advisor, get this name, Debesh Nagesh, was recruited in April at the height of the pandemic and just one week after de Blasio announced a hiring freeze to help close a $7.4 billion deficit caused by the pandemic. Remember, once again, whenever you read anything that says it was caused by the pandemic, when it comes to economic collapse, it's an absolute bold-faced lie. There is no economic collapse that was caused by the pandemic. What caused all, and I repeat the three-letter word, all, All the economic collapse that you've seen, the loss in the GDP, 11 to 12 percent unemployment rate, 40 million Americans filing for filing jobless claims. What that was was the faulty gubernatorial responses to the coronavirus, a virus with a 0.1 post-infection death rate, a 99.9 percent survival rate, over 60 percent of all people who ever catch covid. Never know they have it. 99% of all COVID patients are mild. And we have about sixty to 70,000 worldwide cases out of 8 billion people that are serious to critical. That's what this has all been about. In other words, it's all been a pandemic hoax perpetrated on you by the Democratic Party and compliant, capitulating Republicans and Christians. That's the saddest part. Nagesh. That once again is Shirlane McCray's senior advisor. Why does the mayor's wife have to have a senior advisor? Makes $150,000 a year. A staff speechwriter for the mayor's wife. For the mayor's wife. What is Is that a, is that a paid position? A staff speechwriter makes $117,000 a year. What do, what do the cops make in New York? People that are putting their lives on the line the, in the upper echelon. I know are making six figures. does the, does the street patrol guy? The rudimentary guy, the rank and file guy make. I don't know. I never worked up there down here. It isn't that much 117,000 a year for a speech writer. And hidden within the wider office of the mayor, according to the city, includes a $143,000 a year public relations director and a special assistant from the mayor's office who makes $115,000. So one person making $115,000, another $143,000, $117,000, $150,000, $70,000 a year um, videographer for a grand total staff expenditure on the mayor's wife of $2 million annually. Now these are the socialists, just like three house Bernie, Bernie Sanders, who's a multimillionaire. And when asked, remember by Fox news channel, Bernie was asked, well, you know, since you're a socialist, why is it that you don't donate upwards of 70, 70% of your income per year to the government? Lead the way, lead by example, you know, don't be a hypocrite, right? Don't, don't, Don't not practice what you preach. Donate most of your money to the government. Everybody knows you can do that, right? You can donate whatever you want. Whatever you'd like to donate, you can donate to the government. So why don't these officials do that? You ever ask yourself that? They're always espousing everyone else do what they themselves are unwilling to do. You have a communist mayor of New York who's living an aristocracy lifestyle. How is that an elite lifestyle A a, a mayor's wife prancing about the city with a $2 million staff and these are the socialists. And these are the people that Bill de Blasio. And this is in the midst of the people that Bill de Blasio is causing to lose their jobs or have already lost their jobs. Let me talk about New York real quick. I saw a video recently of a woman who's packing up. There's, They have, it's world record. If you want to rent an apartment in New York City, now is your time, baby. They have the most available rental space in the history of the city right now, because everybody's leaving. You had them, you had mayor, I mean, not mayor, governor Cuomo come on the Andrew Cuomo, come up and say, he's trying to beg the people to move back from Connecticut and move back from the Hamptons saying that he'll buy him dinner. I'm like, buy him dinner where Andrew, where are you going to buy him dinner at one of the restaurants you've closed? So all these people are vacating New York, vacating the city. I saw a video where there was a woman who moved down to New York, showed a picture of herself. I mean, moved down to Florida. She showed a picture of herself in New York. And the next picture was herself standing in Florida. And I just want to say to all the New Yorkers that from right here in Florida, Southwest Florida, Inglewood, Florida, is where I'm sitting right now, just south of Sarasota, which is just south of Tampa. Don't come here if you're going to bring your politics here. Because the reason you're fleeing is why we, listen, the reason why you're fleeing is why we voted in Ron DeSantis. Don't come here and vote for the very things that you are fleeing right now, because that has already happened. I can't remember how much DeSantis beat Gillum by, Andrew Gillum, who I believe is in drug rehab now after being caught in a hotel room with two gay prostitutes and methamphetamine and blood and stool on the bed. What a wonderful uh, governor he would have been. But don't bring your politics to Florida. If you're going to flee Democratic taxation and draconian regulation, don't come here and vote it in. Because that's already happening. We've had numerous people flee democratic states and then come in and vote for the taxation and regulation and liberal policies that destroyed their state, which caused them to flee to begin with. Don't come here. I highly recommend Alaska. The upper end. Move there. Move to Alaska. If you're going to stay a Democrat, now listen, if you're going to repent and you're going to go red, you're welcome here. But you need to stay red. Don't come here and vote in your draconian socialist policies that you yourself are fleeing now. You're fleeing New York because of Andrew Cuomo and because of Bill de Blasio. They may hate each other, and they do, but they are both devout, lying socialists. Who are destroying their state and destroying their city incrementally, day after day, destroying it. Six billion dollars in debt, New York is. How do you do that? Although, guess we shouldn't talk since the national debt's etching close to 28 trillion. All right, from the Gateway Pundit 820. Democratic National Convention produces a bump. Democrats, you, it produced a bump for you. Whoops! For President Trump. I'm 51 years old. I've sat through now. I've voted in since I was 18 years old. I voted in every presidential election and I've watched. I've been a devout Republican for a long time. Surprise, surprise. Even before I was a Christian, I was a Republican. I have never seen an opposition convention produce a bump for the opposition candidate. I have never seen a democratic convention convention produce a bump for the Republican candidate for president, nor have I ever seen a Republican convention produce a bump for the Democratic candidate running for president. This is a first in history, but 2020 is a year of firsts. I'm seeing things I have never seen before. And some of y'all know people, people always try to rationalize things. You know, they're always like, well, no, it's this, it's that. No, if it's never been seen before, it's never been seen before. I have never seen, we've had pandemics blow through before. We've never acted like this before before in the history of our country, in the history of the world. What, and many other things, the Antifa stuff, defunding the police. Listen, even in the riots in the 60s, nobody was talking about defunding the police. Even when the South was racist, nobody was talking about defunding police officers and defunding police departments. I mean, you, you literally have to be missing a huge amount of brain cells to ever vote away law and order. I mean, you have to be galactically stupid to do that. But anyway, from the Gateway Pundit, Democratic National Convention produces bump for President Trump. They're at the, now listen, this is from today. So they're, they're, it's Thursday. I believe the convention either ends tomorrow or Saturday. So after a week's worth of time, they have managed to produce this. On Wednesday, the pollster put Trump with 47% uh, approval, 51% disapproval, which is still better than Obama. And Thursday, one day later, today, it flipped to 51%. Trump gained four points in a day. Thank you, Democrats. Thank you. We really do appreciate your horrible... I mean, I didn't really have time. I'm going to see if I put my... My tech guy on it, we got to pull some of the, some of the most hokey crap video production stuff you have ever seen. This stuff reminds me of things that my friends were creating on their Commodore 64s in 1983. Seriously, it was better then. I mean, who's in charge there? Whoever it is has their head inserted so far up their own caboose. They're walking around like that. Picture it. So here we go. This is from the DNC, the Democratic Party clown show, Democratic Party convention. Here's Tucker talking about Elizabeth Warren. You have got to see this one.
1: Elizabeth Warren showed up to speak at the Native American caucus on Tuesday. Seems pretty likely she's come to steal your horses.
2: Join us in fighting for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and in supporting the Democrats so that we can all continue our work for Indian country.
3: <laughs> it's just
1: too great, our work for Indian country. We kept waiting for Ralph Northern to show up at the DNC's African-American panel wearing a hood. Maybe that's tomorrow.
0: People online
1: did <laughs> love the them. warrant.
0: How do you have Elizabeth Warren? I mean, the chutzpah. That you have to have to put her on your tribal relations caucus. Who does that? If you guys can out there, see if you can find for me what was the what was the percentage of Native American that was in her blood. Now I'm sitting in a group right now, me included, of some of the whitest people on planet Earth. There's there's what five of us in this room. One two yeah. There's five of us in this room. Is it four? Four is it five? Five of us. Yeah. five of us in this room. I want to be honest. So, yeah, so the, we are, and I can almost guarantee you that I have more native American in my blood than Elizabeth Warren does. I mean, just imagine the delusionary state of mind that you have to have to put her on your tribal relations caucus. Think about it. After all that, she sat there. She lied for decades. She used her Native American status, which is completely bunk. She came out and had to apologize for it. She's been denounced by the Indian Coalition in America. Denounced. She used it as a way to become a professor at Harvard. She's a perpetual, non-stop, lying sack of crap. And especially about her Native American heritage. And they put her on the Tribal Relations Board on their caucus. So here we go. You got that on the big screen or no? Elizabeth Warren releases DNA test, purporting to show a one. Hey, it's the same as COVID-19's death rate. 0.1. To 1.6% native ancestry. Typical democratic policy. 0.1% post-infection death rate. Destroyed entire country. It is. It really is all the same lie again. A very small percentage said to be a big one. Just typical Democrats every single time. All right, get this one now. The, from the Bongino show. 819. Phony Kamala took on a Chinese name while running for San Francisco District Attorney. Absolute fact. Kamala Harris took on a Chinese name. The Chinese name was He Jin Lee. Seriously, so whenever you see her, just call her Heijing He Jing Lee. That's her Chinese name. The Trump campaign picked the perfect name for her, Phony Kamala. The nickname is is as accurate as it gets. And the latest example of why is from Harris's run for San Francisco district attorney in 2003, where in order to pander to the city's large Chinese population, Harris took on the Chinese name, He Jin Lee. Now I want to know, was He Jin Lee the one that was dating 60 year old Willie Brown? Downtown Willie Brown with He Jin Lee. What a phony. What a principleless hack. She will say anything. Listen, if she thought that it would get her elected right now, she'd be pro-Trump. If she thought it would get her elected, she would. She would do anything. She's a 30-year-old hanging out with, dating a married 60-year-old. And lo and behold, she starts getting appointed to big-wig positions in the Democratic caucus and Democratic Party. What a surprise. And next thing you know... She's a district attorney in the in San Francisco. becomes this, becomes that, and then threatens to arrest the very one she was dating, Willie Brown, at one point. Unbelievable! Now here's another. This is absolute outrage. Now if you can put up Pocahontas on your tribal relations caucus at the DNC, then who would you put up as your COVID response expert? It's got to be Andy Cuomo, right? Take a look at this uh, video from Bongino going to Tucker.
3: Governor of New York is leading a state which leads the world or is close to the top of deaths per million people from coronavirus. That this guy had the... mm, Smalls, if you know what I mean, to give a speech at the Democratic National Convention congratulating himself on his response to the coronavirus you don't believe me you want to be infuriated listen to this yes, sociopath at the dnc this is from the tucker show calling him out on it.
1: by far of the night was andrew cuomo's speech cuomo was the brother of cnn's weightlifting correspondent and is also <laughs> the sitting governor of new york which is the second biggest democratic state his father famously gave the dnc keynote back in 1984 So there was never any question that Andrew Cuomo was going to speak at this year's convention. What we did not expect in a million years was Andrew Cuomo to talk about the coronavirus. You'd think that would be the last thing, the very last thing Cuomo would want to talk about that and the fact that his top aide is now doing six years in prison for bribery. But coronavirus especially,
0: (laughs) whatever you think
1: of Andrew Cuomo, and he's a good talker, you can't say he's done a good job with the pandemic citizens of new york state have been four times as likely to die as other americans from the coronavirus and there's a reason for that andrew cuomo forced corona infected patients into nursing homes many thousands perished as a result of that decision it is possible that no leader on earth mishandled the coronavirus outbreak as profoundly as andrew cuomo did a man with integrity would have resigned immediately cuomo refused to do that Now he
0: brags about it, literally. All right, back to me. All right, so let's do the stats, shall we? Deaths per million. This is who they tout now. There's only one state that beat New York. And of course, what was it? The state right next to New York, the one that sends the train right into New York City, Phil Murphy's, New Jersey, and all the deaths almost were isolated in that New York corridor, statistically, almost all the deaths. So deaths per million. Now the media hates Ron DeSantis. We're touted right down here for Boone, Egypt. We are, we're redneck down here. We don't know what we're doing, right? Oh, well, let's look at Ron. Let's look at Ron DeSantis. Shall we late lockdown, no forced quarantines, no forced lockdowns, no forced mask wearing nothing fact. How many deaths per million right here in the state of Florida as of today, 450 people per million have died of coronavirus. Therefore, all you mask wearing, sycophantic, virtue signaling Republican Christians, this is what you're buying into. Wake up. 450 people out of out of a million died of coronavirus. Not a thousand, not two thousand, not two thousand five hundred, not ten thousand, not a hundred thousand. Do you realize that most Americans believe that 9% of the population has died of COVID? That's the national poll. 9% of the population. That means 30 million people. That's what most Americans believe. Why? Because of CNN, because of MSNBC, and because the church folded. That's why. Fact. 450 people out of a million out of one million, died in the state of Florida. So let's look at the DNC's coronavirus response experts—the one they had to put on the national stage—and wait to hear the second part of this video. What? It, what? It, what was his stats? Oh, let's see. Florida was 450 per million. He was 1,690 per million. Almost four times what what redneck down here in Florida did. The expert. 1,000, four times what DeSantis did. We have the larger population. We have the larger elder population by over 20. We have 20% more people over the age of 65. 20%. Remember, they have almost 20 million. We have almost 22 million people that live here. And we've got 20, almost 20 to 25% more elderly live here. And we still whooped them by they, four times more deaths. Four times more deaths in the state of New York. We absolutely whooped them by four times down here. Why? Because old oh, wisdom boy Chrissy Cuomo, not Chris, that's that's the uh the weightlifting reporter, Andrew Cuomo, sent COVID patients into nursing homes and killed minimum. They haven't reported it all yet. I'm telling you, it'll be over half of the deaths in new york will be in nursing homes mark my words it will be that way because they haven't reported they keep hiding it they've changed it See, because he sent sick covid patients into nursing homes along with his buddies gretchen whitmer tom wolf and phil murphy and i believe gavin newsom also Eleven thousand minimum nursing home deaths in the state of new york minimum watch the second half of this video
3: Here's more on Andrew Cuomo, the grim reaper up in New York, who the Democrats he's bragging at the convention about him being the reaper. Check this out.
1: Last night, Cuomo told the audience what a great job he did managing the coronavirus. Nobody laughed at him. They applauded like they agreed. The whole thing was like watching Jeffrey Epstein boast about his internship program. You could barely believe
4: it was happening, but it was. Here's part of it. New Yorkers were ground zero for the COVID virus and have gone from one of the highest infection rates on the globe to one of the lowest. We climbed the impossible mountain and right now we are on the other side. Our nation is in crisis. And in many ways, COVID is just a metaphor. A virus attacks when the body is weak and when it cannot defend itself. The European virus infected the Northeast while the White House was still fixated on China.
0: As they proved their
4: way failed, we proved that our way succeeded. And for all the pain and all the tears, our way worked. And it was beautiful. The
1: European virus? Huh? Oh, right. The deadly pathogen that escaped from a lab in Luxembourg last winter. Those damn (laughs) Europeans. Always (laughs) infecting us with their diseases. If only they would stop eating bats. What world is this? It's a world of such pure dishonesty that all reference points have disappeared from sight. There are no facts left, only assertions. Andrew Cuomo says the way he handled the coronavirus was, quote, beautiful, and so it was. Cuomo declared it, it's now reality.
3: Beautiful? Our way worked? Your way worked because everybody's dead, you numb nuts. <laughs> nearly every person in a nursing home that would have been susceptible to this deadly virus is dead because of you. You flaming hot piece
0: of human garbage. (laughs) Back to me. (laughs) He goes on for quite a while right there. European virus. Did everybody catch that? Everybody catch that it's European virus. Really? I thought it was, I thought it began in Wuhan. What would be his motivation? I don't know. I guess he must have some, so what we need to do is do a deep dive into his economics and to his finances, he must either New York city, New York state or his personal finances must be deeply tied to Wuhan, China or the Chinese government or the CCP, the Chinese communist party. Something because somehow he's trying to steer the narrative. Just like he's saying that he was good at handling the Wuhan virus. Good. You're the worst in the world, moron. You're horrible. And it's just like Tucker said, because as a Democrat, he says that it's good. It becomes theology. Because he says he was great at it and beautiful, it becomes theology. He couldn't be more wrong. Absolutely horrible job. Horrible job. All right, from Bearing Arms website, 817. Philly's gun turn in, Philadelphia's gun turn in. What's the Democratic response to gun violence? Have non Homicidal people turn in their guns while the homicidal people gain more guns. Democratic Party policy. Democratic Party clown show. Philly's gun turn-in didn't make a dent in weekend shootings. Philadelphia officials touted a gun turn-in event held over the weekend as a way to reduce the increase in shootings in the city. A city run for five minimum decades by Democrats. At least seven people were killed and more than 25 others injured in shootings and stabbings over the weekend in the city of brotherly love, which is actually an increase compared to the previous weekend in the city. So you had the weekend before the gun turn in was better than the weekend after the gun turn in A homicide rate is the homicide rate is now the highest that it's been since 2007 and its city officials have responded with ineffectual ideas like asking people to hand over unwanted firearms beautiful nice job democrats hey everybody make sure now like and share this video let's grow our audience let's grow let's try to bump above on facebook i don't know how many are on youtube right now but like and share this let's get up on let's increase our audience as much as we possibly can so everybody hit your share button and your like button right now let me say hi to a couple people Reach it over so i can see you all right on here let's see you got robbie on there love you brother god bless you all right, Tom, see, will you guys put your names on there, put, in, put a uh, location so you know that I'm talking to you because if your name's Tom, we're, we're all Toms. just That'd be me, my son who's in the room, and you, are all Tom, so who knows who I'm talking to, but God bless you, Tom, that you're on. Brad, who agrees with me 100%, love you, man, God bless you, glad you're on. All right, who else we got? Hey, Terry from church, love you. Hey, Lloyd, there's a hey, York Trump 2020, love you, God bless you. Hey, Deborah, glad you're on. Hey, Terry, God bless you. Hey, Jolene from church. Hey, John, good to see you. I'm not ignoring you. Love you. God bless you. Hey, Kim, God bless you. Hey, Gina from church. Love you. God bless you. Hey, Kim, God bless you. Let me see who else. Hey, Shira. Hey, Alyssa, glad you're on. God bless you. Hey, Patrina, see you every, every podcast. Love you. Appreciate you. Hey, Marilyn, God bless you. Hey, Patsy, good to see you on. God bless you. Hey, Norma, glad you're on. Hey, Carla, God bless you. Glad you're on. Hey, Johnny from Tennessee. I'm heading up to Tennessee next week. Scoping out some property up there. God bless you. I saw somebody on there just trying to... uh, I scrolled it bad. (laughs) All right, let's see. Hey slick God bless you glad you're on hey Lori glad you're on hey Adam glad you're on God bless you Ashley hey Gary God bless you April God bless you Hey what's going on 60 you know who I'm talking to God bless you glad you're on Esteban glad you're on hey Todd God bless you glad you're on Hey Rebecca T God bless you hey William Dwight, Richard, God bless you guys. I really appreciate you watching. I seriously do. Like and share. Hit your like and share button. From conservative opinion, 815, 10,600 absentee ballots. Now, this is from this week 10,600 absentee ballots rejected in Michigan. 846 of them were from dead people. But don't worry. The Democratic Party has a plan for an all-mail-in election, and it'll be totally uncorrupt. Don't worry. There's only 10,000 so far, 10,600 in Michigan rejected absentee ballots, rejected, and 846 of them were from dead people. But don't worry. It's all going to be smooth. There will not be any corruption whatsoever in the Democratic Party's plan for an all-male-in election. Don't you worry. Put your head on the pillow. Sleep at peace. The Democrats will watch it for you. All right, this is some of the most cringy crap. Again, I'm breaking out all my Christian cuss words. Crap and bullcrap and freaking tonight. So be ready. Joe Biden's celebration. Now this is as Joe finds out that he has been, I want, let me say this too. I heard this. This is great uh, analysis. I heard today. I can't remember who it was from. One of the many conservative shows that I watch, but where is the DNC convention the democratic party convention? Where is it happening right now? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Who's in Wisconsin today doing a rally? Uh, The Trumpster, Donald Trump, who will be in Wisconsin tomorrow? Trump, who was in Wisconsin yesterday, Trump, who's never stepped foot in Wisconsin this week, Joey Biden, where their convention is. He hasn't left his basement. He's still in there. He's getting told, well, you nominated Kamala. All right. Thank you. And he got somebody told him, Hey, Joe, get your suit on because you're about to be nominated for the democratic party for the president of the United States. And here's how it went down. Play that for me. Woo There he is. This is the state of America. Man, what great graphics. Those look like real power. Uh, what? Who? Where am I? Oh. Oh, surprise. Hey, right, you can bring it back to me. So this is the state that we're in right now. There's the the really the largest political party on the planet, right there, Democrat. That's what they that's what they have diminished themselves down to via their COVID response. Can that be the? I mean, I am so sick. I wrote a list of them and I forgot it. But I am so sick of all the COVID crap, the Zooms, you know, from the Christian angle, the pastors doing their stupid zoom announcements to their church that gets watched by like four people as they announce that they're going to do another announcement and that they're meeting to decide on another announcement that they're going to announce next month when they announce the announcement I'm so sick of it I'm I mean listen even though I can't stand the Democratic Party that is just pure pathetic you got all these little windows with people going I mean how you look ridiculous We look at what we've let ourselves become in this country. Look at it over what a 99% survival rate, a 0.1 post-infection death rate. That's all. And this is what we are now changing topics for just a moment. Cities currently, like I said, things I've never seen before in my life. How many cities go seven cities, all major, all controlled by Democrats for decades, These are cities who are currently defunding the police or have already voted to defund their police, which includes Seattle. Here they are, Seattle, Portland, Austin, New York, Los Angeles, Baltimore, and Philadelphia are all aiming or are currently defunding their police. New York's trying to defund their police by $1 billion. Now, one thing I've noticed over in my very intuitive calculations and observations over the last few weeks, looking at the awesome vice presidential nominee for the Democratic Party, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, as I've noticed, she likes to weasel her way out with what I have now called, not the KK, not the KKK, just the KK. The Kamala cackle is what I've named it. She likes to weasel her way out of tight situations using now the KK, the Kamala cackle. Watch this video. You have smokes? I have. So if it was legalized all throughout the country (laughs) and (laughs) medicinal, would you, you know, do it?
2: Listen, Mm -hmm. I think that it gives a lot of people joy and we (laughs) need more joy. We need more joy in the (laughs) world.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so funny. I, I threw 1,500 people plus in the slammer for doing what I did. The California <laughs> senator is Back the focus to of tonight. Or just uh, you can do the Allen one or the Colbert one next with that Colbert's up, play it. Partnerships. Because in those
1: debates, you landed haymakers on Joe Biden. This is so I weird. I mean, they were, so weird. were like chiclets all over the stage. What's her face? And it's now really I believe you that you're fully supportive of him. How does that transition happen? How do you go from being such a passionate opponent on such bedrock principles for you? And, and now you guys now listen seem to, to this to be pals.
0: deep. Answer. It was
2: a debate.
0: <laughs> the volume up. Not everybody landed punches like you did, though. It I was mean,
2: a debate.
0: <laughs> so you don't mean it.
2: It was a debate that the whole reason literally it was a debate how many
0: times you going to say called debate, a
2: debate. I understand travel to the debate there were journalists there covering the debate where there would be a debate of differences of opinion and issues hey i have news for you I bring am it back to me 1,
0: it was at a debate and you know what else it was at a debate hey one other thing it was at a debate play the next one
2: does one of us have to come out alive <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look at Ellen's face. Now you should stop laughing right
3: there.
0: There it is. There's the KK, the Kamala cackle. That's what she does to get out of all the tight situations she gets into. Watch for it. From Breitbart. Failed state of California. Now the ideal state for the Democratic Party is California. It's the largest state in the union. 40 million people live there. It's now been run habitually by Democrats pretty much since Ronald Reagan, although you can kind of call Arnold Schwarzenegger a moderate Republican that ran the state, although he did many liberal things. But it's been run by Democratic hacks for years. It is the model. They are billions and billions of dollars, billions, tens of billions of dollars in debt. Typical Democratic Party state wanting to be bailed out for COVID now, they're going to say that their debt was caused by COVID, but they were billions in debt long before COVID was ever made in the Wuhan Institute of Virology by Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci. But anyway, failed state of California from Breitbart urges thermostats to be turned up to 78 degrees. After years of being unable to deliver the citizens of California enough water, this failed state now cannot deliver enough electricity. Fact. Fact. When you cannot deliver the basics and few things are as basic as water and electricity, you are officially a failed state. Officials blame weekend blackouts on unexpected loss of a of a 4, 470 megawatt power plant Saturday evening as well as the loss of nearly 1,000 megawatts of wind power power the san jose mercury news reported in addition cloud cover over the desert meant solar energy was in short supply so because they lacked wind and there was cloud cover blocking their solar panels dude there's people that are without electricity yay there's your typical democratic party run state who has a goal of being a uh, fossil fuel list. And I don't know. I think it's 2025 or some ridiculous, ridiculous goal like that. I can't remember what the date was. So don't hold me to that. Wouldn't you have a backup plan? They don't. Of course it's the democratic party. This is, this is what, listen, as much as I hate to say it, half of our country is this minimum half of our country thinks this is good until it actually hits them. There's a whole bunch of Democrats, let's say, in Illinois and Indiana and Michigan, here in Florida. This is what you want? This is what Democratic Party policies give you. In the middle of the night, no AC for you. In the middle of the night, no air conditioner for you. If you have medicines that need to be refrigerated, they gone. Thank you, Gavin Newsom. You can put that picture up. I love that picture. Boom. There he is. California. Psycho. Meanwhile... Back at the DNC, you're like, Tom, you're all over the DNC. Why not? It's DNC week. You don't want me to talk about COVID the whole time, do you? Here's the people that have caused the whole COVID crisis anyway. You're like, Tom, what about Trump? Listen, Trump didn't shut economies down. Governors did. And the only ones that are gripping hold there, they're the governors that are still holding down, holding, holding down lockdowns are just like those guys that think a girl likes them when they don't. And they just keep hanging around, you know, that guy. There's nothing to it, but they just keep hanging around thinking there is. No, there's nothing left. Like there's COVID. There's always going to be a COVID. There's always going to be a flu. Always. But meanwhile, back at the DNC, we have another expert. Now here we have the morality expert, William Jefferson Clinton, Billy Clinton, moralizing on President Trump. Play that for me. At a time like this. The Oval Office should
3: be a command center. Instead, it's a storm center. It's only chaos. Just one thing never changes. His determination to deny responsibility and shift the blame. The buck never stops there.
0: Now well, you let's show where it stops, Shelley. Back to me. To- let's go to the, get ready for the next video. We'll hop right into it. Let's look at when Bill Clinton was giving this video presentation, this Zoom speech from who knows what location. I believe it was in his mansion as a socialist, his mansion in Chappaqua, as the Clintons are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, just like Bernie Sanders, just like all the rest of them, worth millions and millions, just like Bill de Blasio, just like Andrew Cuomo, worth millions and millions of dollars while they want you to live in squalor. He, he's there preaching about in his mansion at Chappaqua. But while he was doing that, these pictures were coming out of Billy Clinton. I know this A is old, but play story for me. Broke
1: open just hours before Bill Clinton took the DNC, I guess not, I was going to say stage, the DNC airwaves from his home in Chappaquiddick. Daily Mail that up Chappaqua there, up there dumb on the screen that Bill Clinton, there are new photos that have been emerged from Africa Whoops. in 2002. Well, from Whoops. an airport on route to Africa in two thousand and two in which he's receiving a neck massage from an Epstein victim Shantae Davies. Now we know a little bit about Miss Davies. She
0: I to be bring clear back to me. Oh there's our there's your morality experts just like you have, let's go over it very quickly, you have Indian expert, tribal princess, Pocahontas giving the speech about tribal relationships Elizabeth Warren to the democratic national convention. Then you have the grim reaper himself for all those over the age of 65, Andrew Cuomo. He gives the expertise, uh, speech on how to handle the coronavirus when he's had more deaths in his state than any other state in the union and more deaths per 1 million than any other state in the union with the exception of new jersey four times the amount of florida and there's your coronavirus response expert andrew cuomo speaking so i guess to be the expert at the dnc you have to be the biggest horse's rear end in the in the whole room you have to be the opposite of the of the of the expert, right? So then you got Bill Clinton prancing about about morality and about responsibility while he was on the Lolita Express, probably sitting there at an airport waiting for the Lolita Express air airplane that Jeffrey Epstein owned to be fueled up while receiving a massage from one of Epstein's victimized underage girls who at the time wasn't underage but had been victimized by epstein and probably numerous other men's men on the lolita express on the island pedophile island for years massaging the shoulders of william jefferson clinton a former president of the united states who then goes and talks to trump about having responsibility interesting south dakota governor Noam, Christy uh, Nome rejects federal bailout, bailouts, get it out, Tom, due to good economic position. She doesn't need them. Now, listen, let's, let's, let's do this in converse. Now, remember, South Dakota had no lockdowns, no masks, no quarantines, right? None now she doesn't want any sort of bailout i wonder why because her economy didn't collapse because she didn't lock down every business for a 0.1 post-infection death rate a 99.9 percent survival rate she didn't close all of her business down boy that sounds logical does it not you know what something that has a 0.1 post-infection death rate a 99.9 percent survival rate maybe i ought not to ruin my entire state and destroy thousands of lives cause thousands of suicides cause thousands of people to slip into depression but in whatever else. And many others that have now not gotten cancer screenings. They were supposed to get died of heart attacks because they're afraid to go to the hospital. And none of these people give a freaking crap about it. Not at all. As much as a Democrat will sit you in prison without thinking twice about it on false charges. They don't care that your grandpa didn't go in when he had chest pain because you scared of COVID and now he's dead. They don't care as long as they get Kamala Harris as their president. That's really their goal. It's not Joey. It's Kamala. So she doesn't want any sort of bailout from anybody. But here we go. Pro-abortion-led states are demanding COVID-19 relief money from the federal government. Larry Hogan of Maryland. What does he want? Asking for $500 billion. Illinois. Their request included $15 billion. $15 $15 billion for Illinois. Who else is on the list? Oh, of course, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy also is lobbying for umpteen millions of dollars for his state. From the from Trump. They ain't going to get it from Trump, I hope. All right, now here we covered Joe Biden's acceptance of the Democratic Party's Nominee to be president of the United States to run as president for for president. Now we have, that was, I thought would be the most awkward moment in human history. But once again, I, I found a new low. Just by scanning through some videos, I found a new low. Here's Kamala's acceptance speech for vice presidential nominee for the Democratic Party. Play that one for me. God
2: bless you and God bless the United States of America.
0: Still running. This is live. Look at this. I mean, tell me, folks. I mean, come on. Be be with me here on this. I mean, is this not the most surreal, surreal, weird thing you have ever seen? Look at it. Back to me. I mean, I want you to think about it. I mean, look at that. There's nobody there. It's a black room. They can't even put lights on in there. It's a black room. It's blacked out. You got like a dozen people sitting there. I'm assuming that we're not, there's one per state and a few representing some territory. So 50 to 53 people in there, maybe you can only see like 11 and dead silence. You know, what's the greatest thing is that you get to hear a lip smack right at the end, right? You know, cause it's so dead silent. That's the world we're living in now. That's the world that we created. Now, here's the thing: I can listen. It's the Democratic Party uh, dream. This is their dream. This is their. There it is. There's their dream. That's their dream for America, but it's capitulated to by pastors of evangelical churches. They're doing the same thing. Their churches look just like it. You are who you emulate. You are, and there's churches that look just like the DNC. Admit it. Admit it and then repent of it instead of denying it and making excuses about your cowardice that you never should have closed your doors. Capitulate. This is the Democratic Party dream, but it's capitulated to by the church, by capitulating pastors, weak need, cowardly pastors who close their churches. I saw one this week. Pretty much begging for people to come back to his church. This is a pastor, I don't know, I think he runs a couple thousand people and I saw his church, man. It was talking about a sea of dry bones. There ain't nobody there. You know why pastor? Because over the last five months, I believe he opened in late June, maybe something like that. I'll give him, I'll give him late last Sunday of June. Let's say. So, for all those months, April, May, and all of June, three months, you closed your doors. You trained your people. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. You planted non attendance in the ground. You planted laziness in the ground. You planted cowardice in the ground. You planted worldly response. In the ground, you taught your people to respond to a virus just like the unsaved. You don't respond to the virus, to any virus, to any sickness, illness, disease, or infirmity like the world. You respond like the word. But you didn't. And now you're sitting there going, hey, you know, if you can go to Walmart, you ought to be in church. No, that's not what you taught them, pastor. That's not what you taught them, pastor capitulation. That's not what you taught them. You taught them, you know what? Going to Home Depot is essential. Forget the church. That's what you taught them. Congratulations. Enjoy your reaping. You can turn it around if you want to. Try repentance. None of these pastors are repenting. They're making excuses. They're just going, well, you know, we're trying to recover from a tough time. The tough time, it's literally like this. And I'm sorry if this is gross. I really am. It's literally like kicking your own self in the crotch. Over and over again, and say, "I'm surviving. I'm surviving. This is a tough time. Woo, this a tough time. Boom. Oh, this is a tough time. Boom. Oh, this is a tough time. You did it to yourself. This isn't a tough time. I keep saying. I keep seeing these news reports and, and from gov- from governors, from national leaders, prime ministers of countries. Our economies have, have plummeted due to COVID 19. They didn't plummet due to COVID 19." COVID 19 isn't even. COVID 19, 8 billion people live on the planet. What's the total from Worldometer now? 700,000 deaths, something like that? 500 to 700,000 deaths? That's plummeted the whole world? Really? It's not minimizing. And by the way, we know right here in America, real quick, got to cover this. The reason why you see somewhere in the neighborhood of 160 to 170,000 deaths is not because people have died of COVID. They died with COVID. Let me give you the, the optimal example of that. If you have a guy who's driving a bus and he's got a guy in the bus named Bill with him and they're driving alone in a bus picture bus driver and Bill in a Metro bus driving down the road. Well, the bus driver slams his bus into a concrete pylon and kills himself. Right? Boom, he's dead. He died with Bill, not of Bill. And they're putting COVID deaths down via Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci of people with COVID, not of COVID. You've got to remember that. If you took out all the deaths of people with COVID and not of COVID, you would cut that death count down by a minimum. Of 30 to 70% minimum, I think you'd be dealing with a tough flu season in the neighborhood of fifty to 70,000 deaths maximum of people who actually died of COVID. They're counting people who die with COVID. They've been caught, caught, caught over and over and over again, attributing a motorcycle crash, a gunshot wound. The person gets a blood draw and they have COVID. They died of the massive head wound caused by a shotgun blast to the face, morons. Not of COVID. They died with COVID. Remember the bus driver thing. The guy died with Bill. Bill didn't kill him. But what they're what Anthony Fauci says it is that he died of Bill. No, Bill was just with him. That's how it goes. Here's a picture too you got to see. This is all the people that you put on there. These are all the people that were responding while they were clapping. See Kamala down there on my left-hand side, waving to these people. Now those circles represent three women in six boxes. So they reproduce the same woman twice. There's three women. They actually use three women to fill six boxes. They put them in different clothes different outfits and put them in different and different pictures actually look oh no they have the same outfits on there it is same outfits different boxes how stupid can you be and still breathe that's your democratic party this is the democratic party dream if you're if you're a mask wearing virtue signaling republican this is your pied piper these are your leaders welcome to your leaders that's them kamala just bow to her. You are my leader. Strap on my face diaper so I can be just like you, Kamala. Joe's not even there, so I don't even bother mentioning him. From LifeSite News 85, hospitals incentive to inflate COVID deaths, CDC chief admits Robert Redfield, head of the CDC. He said this on August 4th. I think you're correct in that we've seen this in other disease processes too. Really in the HIV epidemic, somebody may have a heart attack, but also have HIV. The hospital would prefer the classification for HIV. Notice he doesn't, he's purposely avoiding COVID-19 because there's a greater reimbursement. Redfield told the House Oversight Reform Select Committee on the coronavirus Crisis. The Federal CARES Act, the $2 trillion emergency relief package Congress passed in March, increases per patient Medicaid reimbursements to hospitals by 20% for patients listed with a principal or secondary diagnosis of COVID 19. Even the CDC has to admit it. Really? You think we have 170,000 people that have died of COVID? Or do we have 170,000 people that died? with COVID. And by the way, not all of them were even tested to see if they even had COVID in their bloodstream. If they just had a, they were put with COVID. And lo and behold too, we have not had a, subst- a substantial, and why this doesn't wake all of you up, I don't know. Why this doesn't pull the masks off your ridiculous faces, I don't know. We have the exact statistical amount of deaths last year as we have this year, unless than we had in 2017. So if you take all deaths in the United States from January 1st to August 20th, statistically speaking, we have the same amount of deaths as we had last year. So where's your pandemic? You really think it wouldn't show if we had 170,000 extra deaths? Might show up, correct? And the average age of COVID-19, the average age of death of a COVID-19 victim is 78. The average age of death in America is 78. So, hence the reason there hasn't been a substantial increase in overall deaths. So, where's your pandemic? The Big Ten just canceled all their football season for that statistic. There's no substantial increase in deaths, yet, they just can't think of all the people that lost their jobs right there and for forever. 40 to 50% of all businesses in the United States are closed permanently because of those statistics 0.1 post-infection death rate 99.9% survival rate average age of death 78 the same average age of death year after year and that's where we're at put up yeah put that up that's a good one there you go new poll asked americans how many people in the country have had covid19 or died from it their answer 20 percent of Americans have had it, which by the way will turn out to be accurate because that is how it goes. And nine percent of Americans have died of it that's incorrect, absolutely incorrect. It has a 0.1 percent post infection death rate, and we have 170,000 deaths. Nine percent would be approximately 30 million people. We allegedly, allegedly, allegedly have 170,000. See how people are. That's why, listen. People live in absolute abstract blindness. They just do, folks. They just do. That's why, again, right now, hit it. Like and share. Like and share. We have to defeat the social media tyrants. We have to. I guarantee you, to some degree, even somebody who reaches somewhere, I reach somewhere in the neighborhood of four to 10,000 people with one of these videos. Somewhere in that range. Even with that. And I'm, you know, like... Greg Locke, he'll reach 4 million, but I guarantee you, and they pulled them off before we get shadow banned. So it's up to you guys share this. Will it cost you friends? Yes, it will. Just go ahead and lose them. I've lost a lot. We'll gain each other. All right. So Hillary's two cents. Okay. We couldn't leave out Hillary. We got to cover Hillary at the DNC. Of course, she has to, of course, give her two cents worth play that video for me.
2: Democrats would have disagreed with him on many things. Is she alive? But if he I had put his own interests and ego aside, seen the humanity in a child ripped from her parents at the border Just like or you a did. protester calling for justice or a family wiped out by natural disaster, that would have been a good thing for America and the world. I wish Donald Trump knew how to be a president because America needs a president right now. Throughout this time of crisis, Americans keep going, checking on neighbors, showing up to jobs as first responders, hospitals, grocery stores, nursing homes. Yes, it still takes a village. And we need leaders.
0: Still takes a village. Well, here's true Hillary. Play this one, this is true Hillary. Play this video for me. Here's Hillary at her finest.
2: Hillary Clinton's attempt to tout her foreign policy experience hounded her again on the campaign trail today. I made, you know, I uh, made a a mistake in in describing it. She claimed she misspoke last week and was sleep deprived when she described landing under sniper fire in Tuzla, Bosnia, something that didn't happen. But CBS News has found several times in the past few months when Senator Clinton used the Bosnia trip to try to show her international experience. December in Iowa. We landed in one of those corkscrew landings and ran out because they said there might be sniper fire i don't remember anybody offering me tea on the tarmac when that was happening then in february Man, the welcoming hey. ceremony had to be moved inside because of sniper fire and last week and, uh, i remember landing under sniper fire we basically were told to run to our cars now that is what happened
3: different
1: accounts of your trip to bosnia and i'm wondering if you can clarify i know you, you recall called uh, you know ducking under sniper fire and, and sinbad in his account was on the trip he, he said that the most dangerous part was remembering where he was going to eat next do you he's ask
2: a comedian you know Jeff? <laughs> he's a comedian
1: so you actually recall you know hearing gunfire and you when we away?
2: were when we were flying into Austria, we came in in a uh evasive maneuver that's um, true. there was no greeting ceremony that's um, true and we basically were told to run to our cars Both now that is lie. what happened after cbs went, what really happened when she was real life The officials senator clinton oh, yeah, maintained okay stop and there greet there the little girl risks, first then run for your life to the Philadelphia Daily News why she was seen on the Bosnian tarmac greeting a young child if it was really so dangerous. I was also told that the greeting ceremony had been moved away from well, that's a the uh, tarmac. Uh, but uh, that there was this eight-year-old girl and I said, well, I have, I can't I can't rush by her. I've got to at least greet her. So I greeted her. I took her stuff
0: and I left. Now, that's my memory of it.
2: Good to see you. Once again, <laughs> you can again, bring it back to me. Minutes.
0: Absolute bull freaking crap. And I love how they say they misremembered or they got it wrong or I made a mistake. No, you both face lied on numerous occasions. Absolutely. She said twice to that reporter. And that's what happened in her arrogant, condescending way. And you ever just wonder, sometimes I, I'm like, what? who are these people? I mean, they're zombies. Her and her. I didn't have to take for tea and conference. I mean, you're just, these people are weird. They are weird. I don't know if they just welcome demons into their life or what. They're absolutely weird. Like who talks like that? And who would just make something up like that? Especially, listen, I know that was a while ago. That was in the 90s. But guess what they had in the 90s? Uh, video cameras everywhere. Right? I mean, come on. Here's another one from Hillary. This is, I'm just, I wanted you, you have the stately and all white. Like she deserves to wear all white with all the baby butchering that's on her hands. The baby's blood that's all over her hands. She sits there in all white. They all do that. All the most corrupt and people always drape themselves in white to try to make themselves feel better. But here's Hillary. Remember this one? This is just odd. And this is the real Hillary play it for me. Talk about Vice oh my gosh. I mean, what? See what I mean? Again, back to me. I mean, who, who, who talks like that and who acts like that? Now the person Joe Biden is again, this, some of this you've seen, I know, but since it's, it, we're celebrating the democratic national convention, since we're celebrating that tonight, I'm celebrating that with numerous burps that you're hearing off camera. As you're ce- we're celebrating that, <laughs> we're celebrating that tonight. So I just want to show you who these people really are. We got Billy Clinton. You know, I showed you Andrew Cuomo, you know, uh, Pocahontas. So here's, this is the real Joe Biden. I know I played this about a month ago, but you've got to, got to see it. It's really quick. Play that one for me. Here's the real Joe Biden.
4: Senator Joseph Biden may have more explaining to do. The new question stemmed from With taped remarks of, of Biden States. during an April campaign appearance in New Hampshire. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the Old only one in my, in my class uh, that had a full academic scholarship went back to law school and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school, 165 credits, only 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, (laughs) that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student (laughs) in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, (laughs) And won only one degree, not three.
0: Joe Biden ranked <laughs> right, seventy-six. There's the true Joe Biden. So here's the thing: I put together this little montage here, and just bring the Book of Revelation to our doorstep. And although the Book of Revelation never uses the terminology in these three words, no new world order, it is really very, very good summary of what the Book of Revelation summarizes not to use summary 8 billion times but it's what the book of revelation pretty much puts into a capsule of what our society is going to look like a new world order aka a new normal the you know i i call this like my little capitulation file but here's some interest i was i was saying earlier look at where we are And you know, the, the, the dangerous part of this is when you start to accept it, let me, I'll use this as an example. How many of you believe that Russia interfered in the 2016 election? How many of you believe that? Well, you, what, what's been proven is this, is that they donated or put together $216,000, $216,000, not 216 million, not 216 billion, not 216 million people. Not 216 million votes or 216 votes or 216,000 votes. No, $216,000 of Facebook ads and memes. That's what they did. And, and, and to this day, Republicans and Democrats will say, well, we all agree that the Russians interfered in our election. Did they? How much? You know, I mean, do you realize how small Russia is? They're the only reason why Russia is anything more than just a passing word. Is because they have nuclear weapons. That's it. They're actually not a very large country. Their ec- their economy pales to California. Their economy probably pales to Florida. Who knows? I know California for sure. But that's why they're a big deal. So they, they're allegedly this big evil influence on our elections, right? With all this influence. But that's really what they did. The only, and, and you know, the DNC will say, well, they broke into our server. Who gave us that information? The FBI, the FBI, did the FBI say that in 2016 that the Russians hacked into the DNC hard drive? Is that what the FBI said? No. We know why? Because the DNC forbade the FBI from investigating and turned the investigation over to a liberal controlled company called CrowdStrike and CrowdStrike, which is a private DNC influenced company, came out and said, that the russians broke into the dnc server that's only now how many of you know that and how many of you know that that those actual statistics and those names and those dates because it becomes second nature you start to even subconsciously capitulate to these things well you know if someone loves somebody they should be able to marry them nope well, if a guy wants to be called a girl, you know, I want to, I want to be, you know, nice to Nope, You don't ever lie. If a guy is a guy, you call him a guy. If a guy has a male apparatus, he goes into a male bathroom. You don't start to capitulate consciously, subconsciously, covertly, or overtly ever. Well, you know, we need why not have some common sense gun control take your common sense gun control and shove it right up your caboose no not one inch ever well that's not being very cooperative don't care i don't cooperate with evil demonic ill-informed ignorant people and with habitual never-ending liars i don't it's the same thing well you know I want to be cooperative and courteous. So I wear a mask. Nope. That's a lie because masks do nothing. There has been six to seven mainstream studies on the efficacy of masks. And every single last one of them has proven that masks do absolutely nothing. Every last one of them. And yet I had some dingbat woman send me a message on Facebook Why don't you people just cooperate, you cultists, and put your masks on? And then call everybody ignorant. She's the ignorant one. I read the studies. Numb nuts. But you don't ever start to capitulate ever to these people. It's their new world order. And I know I say this every week. I say this, I hope, to inspire you. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, which means to actively fight against. Actively fight against the devil and he will flee from you. You can save your generation. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. Jesus coming back. But his long suffering toward us. Not willing that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. You and I can hold back evil. We can hold back the judgment of God. If we as a church Rise. But what did the church do instead? Crawl into a corner, get in the fetal position, insert their thumb in their mouth, and wait for Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks to come over and tuck them in with their blankie. That's what they did. We have to recognize these things. I put this in my New World Order file. Look at this Buck Sexton tweet. You don't follow Buck Sexton. You got to follow him. You got to follow Dan Bongino, numerous others. When I think of them, Hey, though, I want to shout out to American citizen again on Twitter. Got to follow him. Got to follow Rodney Howard Brown. Got to follow Jonathan Shuttlesworth. These are the people that are standing up. They're the ones that have the guts to say, get that mask off your, get that mouth. about to say something mean. Get that mask off your face. Let me read that one to everybody. Thank you. Aaron. Put that back up for me. Thank you. Keep getting text messages from the Think about this is where we are. Test and trace core. Good job pastors in America. This is like, Tom, it's not our fault. We were just trying to be good neighbors. Oh, good job. Good job, neighbor. Won't you be my stupid neighbor? Test and trace core. That doesn't, that should rivet your very soul of nyc that i am required to be under house arrest for two weeks because i traveled to north carolina about as useful as wearing a mask when you walk into a restaurant and then take it and then taking it off when you sit down science he says correct cooperative courteous christians are you happy now are you happy now listen before you put that picture up let me set it up do you remember see if you can pull this off for me aaron do you remember what the DNC looked like? Can you flip that one back on? Here's what the DNC looked like. Boom! There it is. Can you put up the one even with like Kamala? Like with her out there, there's a few people. Straggling. Yeah. He's finding it for me. I just saw that we have world meter deaths. <laughs> I can't wait much longer. <laughs> I can't because that's what I was going to talk about. All right. Don't worry about it. It was the picture that we actually had. It's a picture we have. All right. Don't worry about it. It basically looked like that. Oh, you know what? Hey, p- throw up that picture right there. Of those kids, throw up the picture of the kids in the circle. Good. All right. There you go. I'll show that to you later. All right. That, that's in Scotland. All right. So this is the world's response to the COVID thing. All right. Show that one. Now switch back to the DNC one, the empty room. Okay. So there is the democratic party dream. Everybody got it right. Everybody got, that's the democratic party dream. Now I, from a source of mine, I will leave the church name out for now, but this is what a local church looks like in our area. Boom. Does that look any different than the DNC? Look at the cones in the room. Look at the guy in the red shirt wearing his mask. You're not allowed to use church chairs. Put the picture back up. The church picture. You're not allowed to use church chairs because if you do, your butt cheeks might transform or transfer the Rona onto the church chairs. Can't have that. So you got to bring your own chairs into the. So look at this. Look at the coned out. They're coned out, spaced out. You look just like the DNC. Bad company corrupts good morals. You are who you're following. The church looks identical to the Democratic National Convention. And here's the thing. You're like, well, you know what? I know the RNC's coming up and they may look the same. Don't care. The church sets the standard. Whether we listen, what's happened is, is the church has violated Romans 12.1. Everybody's worried about Romans 13, which doesn't even apply to this situation. Well, what you should be worried about is Romans twelve one of not conforming to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But instead, the church has been so committed... To being a community partner and a good neighbor for so long, they've forgotten that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You're not supposed to be doing what the world does. You're supposed to be preaching what the world word of God says. Period. Part of this new world order. Put the kids back up for me. The ones standing in the circles. Again, this was Scotland just opened up there. Look at this. Is this not a dystopian nightmare to you, pastor? Your church looks just like this. That one church that I showed is the majority of churches in America. Looks just like Scotland. Their world. That's the world. That's the government. And your church looks just like them. You bunch of capitulating cowards. Never closed, never will, never will social distance, never quarantined, never changed my life at all. Ever. But well, that's the new world order. That was the first day of school in Scotland. And there's a bunch of parents standing around as they uh, interviewed them. And there are all these parents are scared to death. Scared of what? A kid is 20 times 20 times times, seven to 20 times, depending on the age, more likely to die of the flu than COVID-19. And you stick them in school all the time during the flu season. And you don't, what do you think then? What do you think? What's your fear level then? Nothing. All right. Last story of the night, but this is a long one. So stay with me. This is from Spike. We have got to talk about what is going on in Australia. We have to, you know why? What does everybody always say? Well, you know, Australia has a gun control policy and everybody turned their guns in. Yeah, their, their violent crime rate went through the freaking roof. Nice job. So Australia, I'll do New Zealand on Saturday. So we'll cover both of these, uh, what we shall call, well, states, countries. So here we are in Australia, which is now turned into Orwellian dystopian Absolutely nightmarish, nightmarish, tyrannical government. The USSR would appear to be Switzerland in comparison to Australia. The head of, this is from Spiked, the head of Scott Morrison's, who's the prime minister, Morrison's COVID Advisory Commission says, you can float those pictures through for me, buddy, says he has been approached by business leaders wanting the government to use recovery from the pandemic to lock in low emissions energy, but has or, but his organization is not recommending a green recovery per se. Now, why am I talking about that? Because I have said from day one, remember, it is not about simple. It, it as a matter of fact, here's it, here it is. Very simply. It is not about your health. It is about controlling you. All COVID-19, 99.9% survival rate, 0.1% post-infection death rate. 60% of people who catch COVID never know they have it. Blah, blah, blah. A deadly a, a, a virus so deadly you have to be tested to even know if you have it. Now, what does this guy say? The prime minister of Australia, president, prime minister, whatever his title is. He saw people are coming to him saying, you know what? Let's use this pandemic as an opportunity to usher in a green new deal. I said this from day one, this is the great reset, the great reset. This is what is going on in our culture right now. There is their website before you go to bed tonight. I mean, what time is it? It's only 10 till nine before you go to bed tonight, visit this website because this is part of what it's all about. You can also go to Gavi MasterCard. You can go to ID 2030, but we're going to focus on, you can go to anything having to do with Bill and Melinda Gates or George Soros or Anthony Fauci, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the National Institutes of Health, the CDC, all of them are behind controlling you, not solving your health problems, but we'll focus on the great reset for just a moment at a virtual meeting in June of what year? 2020. Hosted by the World Economic Forum, which Donald Trump came in and blasted and said, no, we're going to be a nationalist country. We're not a globalist country. Some of the planet's most powerful business leaders, government officials, and activists announced a proposal to reset the global economy. Instead of traditional capitalism, the high-profile group said the world should adopt more socialistic policies such as wealth taxes, additional regulations, and massive Green New Deal-like government programs. Every country from the United States to China must participate. Four-letter word, must participate. In every industry from oil and gas to tech must Four-letter word, be transformed, wrote Klaus Schwab, the founder and economic chairman of the World Economic Forum. Schwab said that all aspects of our societies and economies must be, four-letter word, revamped. From education to social contracts and working conditions, you're like, whoo, this has nothing to do with COVID. Just wait. Joining Schwab at the WEF World Economic Forum event was Prince Charles who's one of the world's richest men, by the way, one of the primary proponents of the Great Reset. Amazing, considering how he gets supported if this comes into place. He's a nobody. Gina Nath. I don't know who that is, the chief economic economist of the International Monetary Fund. Ant- Antonio Gutierrez, secretary of what? The United Nations. And CEOs and presidents of major international co- corporations such as Microsoft. Shocking! Oh, Billy. You're like, he's not in charge of that anymore. He owns most of their stock. MBP, activists from groups such as Greenpeace International International, a variety of academics also attended the event or have expressed their support for the Great Reset. We have, now this is according to Prince Charles, so this is a direct quote. You can find it anywhere. You can find it on conservative websites. You can find it on liberal websites. This is fact. We have a golden opportunity to see something good from this crisis. Its unprecedented unprecedented shockwaves may well make people more receptive to big visions of change, said Prince Charles at the meeting, adding later, it is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. But their previous approach was to scare the living crap out of you by saying that Miami would be gone in 10 years. Remember, Al, Al Gore. Yeah, that's meant to be one word, Al Gore. He said that the ash cast would be gone in 2007, 2013, and 2014. Are they there in 2020? Absolutely. They don't care about facts. They care about control. They don't care about solving a medical situation or keeping you healthy. They care about controlling you. Why would people want to control you? Because that's who they are. They want to control you. They believe they know better. And it's not because they want to do better by you. They want to do better by themselves. That's the way it always ends up. Every socialist system ends up with a ruling proletariat. They go in and attack the proletariat. By the way, you take it this way, and I stole this from Dan Bongino. Or maybe Ben Shapiro, I can't remember. One of the two. I'm stealing it from one of those two guys. But the proletariat of today is white people. You can call me a racist if you want. But what happens is socialism always comes in and identifies a proletariat, a ruling elite, and says, we've got to use socialism. Socialism's better. We'll go in and we'll take out the ruling elite and we'll usher in socialism. That's what they do. Well now it's white people. It used to be like when Stalin came in, it was the czar. Tsar was terrible. But yet who was worse, the czar or Stalin? Stalin is responsible for in the neighborhood of thirty to one hundred million deaths himself. Directly. And he's a he was a hipster artist just like the ones you see in Antifa on the streets of Portland who are 117 pounds soaking wet with rocks in their pockets, walking around with samurai swords. So that's what they they always have a motive. They're, that's what the Great Reset. Well, you know, global warming really wasn't working. You know why? All oh, those dadgum facts, those stinking polar caps are still there. Miami's still above water. New York was supposed to be underwater in 2015, according to Al Gore. Isn't it still, still above water. So they had to find something else and they did. And Prince Charles summarized it. Let me just read you that sentence one last time. So that you really get it. We have a golden opportunity to see something good from this crisis. It's unprecedented shockwaves may well make people more receptive to big visions of change said Prince Charles at the meeting adding later it's an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. Hey Christian mask wearing quarantining Republican. This is what it's all about. Dumb dumb. Tom, you're a pastor. You shouldn't call people. Dumb dumb. Dumb dumb bothers you. Does dumb dumb really bother you? I get called F all sorts of things every day online. Doesn't bother me. I don't care. And you get bothered by dum-dum. If you've had a mask on your face because you think it's protecting you or protecting grandma or protecting anybody else, you're a dum-dum. Jesus called people sons of hell and Satan whitewashed tombs full of dead man's bones and dum-dum bothers you. You know why dum-dum bothers you? Cause you're a dum-dum from Melbourne, Australia, Melbourne. They're talking about Australia. And remember what I was just talking about was. Scott Morrison, prime minister of Australia. He is approached by green people saying, Hey, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. We got all these people locked up. It's illegal. To, this is what they always do. It's illegal to protest. So it's illegal to get your, it's amazing what they do. Everybody would be against it and they know that it would cause protests. So you simply make protests illegal. Oh, where does that, that, that sounds strange. You familiar? There's their police, by the way, there's their COVID police. Going around every day issuing people tickets. Let me read this to you. Melbourne residents who leave their homes between 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. face a $500,000 fine, not $500,000, $5,000 fine imposed by police, not the courts. Fines will also be issued to anyone who is caught without a mask, exercises for more than one hour, Can you imagine? This is the world that we are now living in. You can put that back up. Here they come. If you exercise more than one hour, here they come. Um, I exercised for one hour and seven minutes. Fine for you. Wanders further than five kilometers from their home. Stormtroopers are coming. Is judged by police to be shopping excessively. Okay. I'm about to throw my mic. I'm, no, no, I'm about to bash my face. And I was a cop 25 years. Look what I'm wearing. Cop! You're going to find somebody arbitrarily for ex- excessive shopping? Excessive shopping? Oh, excuse me. I mean, I, I've been in, I've arrested people, lots of people. I've been responsible for the arrest of hundreds of people. In my career, 25 years, 1992 to 2017, been responsible. I can't even imagine walking up to somebody and saying, "Excuse me, sir, you're under arrest for excessive shopping." Oh wait, you're under arrest for you exercised for more than one hour. Unbelievable. <laughs> Here's shopping excessively in a small in, in the small number of shops allowed to stay open gets married, illegal, overnights in the house of someone other than their designated intimate partner. Again, hey, listen, I'm for morality. I'm for sex only in in, under the confines of marriage. Absolutely, if you don't, you die and go straight to hell for it. I'm just saying, though, freedom is freedom. So you go up there, and you get caught in somebody else's house, and you have to prove or disprove that they're your intimate partner? This makes the Soviet Union look like the netherlands goes fishing or plays golf illegal a couple examples a man leaves his home at 9 30 p.m to buy some cigarettes this is all a fact he too is fined 1652 dollars he has left this house during the citywide curfew which comes at 8 p.m on facebook two men plan a protest Against Victoria's restrictions, Victoria is like a big state, one of the biggest states or the biggest state in Australia. So Australia is 25 million people. Police execute a search warrant and seize their mobile phones and a computer. Two guys on Facebook planning a protest. So what happens? Police execute a search warrant and seize their mobile phones and computer. One is charged with incitement because he wanted to organize a protest. Public gatherings are limited to two people. (laughs) So I guess you can go with your wife. We hate COVID. We hate COVID. If you have your son with you, arrested. That's what's going on in the world. People think this is over. It's not over because it's Democrat. It's, it's politically expedient for liberals, Democrats, and socialists because they don't care about keeping you safe from a virus. They care about, Controlling you by using the word safety. You know, we're going to keep abortions rare and safe. 42 million abortions per year. The greatest cause of death in the black community is white police officers. Police kill about. 200 black people a year in the United States. They kill 600 white people a year in the United States. Black people comprise 43 million citizens of the United States and 200 of them die a year. But yet our cities and towns and neighborhoods are on fire, mainly from little white people doing it, but are on fire because allegedly the greatest systemic threat to a black person is a white police officer they take something that is not even remotely true and blow it up into something that becomes true like andrew cuomo is the coronavirus response expert they just make it true they say they get the media to repeat it like a mantra over and over again and convince people that it's true and you christians that strap on masks you might as well vote for joe biden because that's who you're supporting get it off your face and get back to church pastors Just open your services. Go ahead, put it up there. You can just flow those pictures through. You're on the money tonight, buddy. Just flow them through there. Pastors, open up your services. What's the matter with you? Churches have been deemed essential in the state of Florida by our governor. You want Australia here? Why on earth would your church ever look like that? You know, right now, our church, we're busting at the seams, man. People listen, people are sick and tired of it Listen, there's a remnant. And I hope that it becomes millions and millions of Christians that decided, you know what? Maybe over these first, the first couple of weeks of this thing, I bought in, but now, you know what? I found out that I was wrong. I repent and I'm going to a real church now that actually preaches the gospel. The problem with all of these churches was, am I still on? (laughs) Okay. The problem with all these churches, what my screen went blank. The problem with all these churches was is they weren't preaching the gospel pre-COVID. So when COVID hit, they didn't speak the word of God to COVID. They spoke the world to COVID. And look at that. I mean, look at that. It's so pathetic to look at a church where people walk in and have a thermometer pressed up against their head. You shall not answer. And by the way, in order to get into that service right there, you have to make a reservation. You have to make a reservation to get into your church yeah you can put ours up there's what we look like boom baby look how close we are eat it eat it you bunch of socialists eat it never close look at that chubby guy on the stage eat it you're like Tommy? shouldn't I? i don't care anymore go ahead hate me go ahead never come back to my church i stopped caring a long time ago yeah, and by the way, we're starting. Our, we we start this week. We've had to go to a second service. We're too full. Let's go. One pastor up in log. Oh, please come back to church. Please come. No, you know what? Don't go back there. Never go back. Never go back to a capitulating pastor. He wasn't preaching the gospel before anyway. You know what? Where was the hellfire and brimstone? Where did you ever hear that anybody was going to hell in your church? Narrows the way if you find it. Matthew chapter seven verse thirteen and fourteen. Narrow is the way if you find it. Did you ever hear, did you ever hear about anybody backsliding their way to hell that you can lose your salvation? If you never heard that, or you never heard about the judgment of God, if you never heard that God wants you well all the time, that God wants you prospered all the time, that there is a judgment that you must repent. If you notice I'm preaching it all your prosperity, Tom, absolutely. It's the Bible. You're healing every time. Absolutely. That's the Bible. Your hellfire and brimstone. Absolutely. That's the Bible. You're saying that people can lose their salvation. Absolutely. That's the Bible. I preach the Bible period. I don't usually do this on Thursdays, but three, three, eight, five South access road, nine o'clock Sunday morning, 1115 Sunday morning, right here, Inglewood, Florida, Google it. Find out how far you are away. Don't go back to a church where they're taking your temperature or you got to take make a reservation or there's one way in and there's one way out and they'll meet you and take you to their mask or their alcohol station. Those people will they will knock the world out of the way to take the mark of the beast. Absolutely. They're looking like Australia, man. Not no way. Not ever ever in a million years. No way. Whew. That was a spiel right there. Gone back to Australia. A little Ric Flair. Whew. You may not like it, but you're going to learn to love it, baby. There's nothing better going on in the world. That's right. The gospel of Jesus is the best thing going on in the world, but it has to be the gospel of Jesus. How do you know if it's the gospel of Jesus? If it's the Bible. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. John chapter one, verse one, John chapter one, verse 14. Jesus is the word of God. If you're following a Jesus, that is not the Bible. You're following a golden calf idol. And you know what? Just to break this up a little bit. There was supposed to be a keynote speaker at the democratic national convention. And I have called upon him to arrive. And lo and behold, he is there right now, arriving at their pulpit, at their podium. Ready? Here he is. Here we go. Jerry, Jerry Nadler just made his statement to the world. Christian, you got a mask on? All right, finishing with Australia. COVID vaccine likely to be mandatory in Australia. Mandatory in Australia. Scott Morrison says after signing deal with Oxford University. Australians are likely to face mandatory coronavirus vaccinations if Prime Minister Scott Morrison gets his wish. The nation is a step closer to gaining access to a vaccine with the federal government securing an international deal to produce a vaccine frontrunner locally if trials succeed. If that happens, Mr. Morrison and Australia would have a target of 95% vaccination which would account for people with health conditions that prevented them from being vaccinated. I would expect it to be as mandatory as you could possibly make it, he told Melbourne radio station 3AW. There are always exemption, exemptions for any vaccine on medical grounds, but that should be the only basis. We are talking about a pandemic, a pandemic. 0.1 post-infection death rate, 99% survival rate, have to be tested to know whether or not you have it or not. 60-plus percent of people who ever get COVID never know they have it. We're talking about a pandemic that has destroyed the global economy and take destroyed the global economy. It has, or you have Morrison or you have Andrew Cuomo. You have bill de Blasio. You have Tom Wolf, Phil Murphy, Gavin Newsom, Kate Brown. You did it. Not it. not the virus, the virus, three, three hundred and thirty plus million people live in America. A hundred plus thousand allegedly have died of COVID. That destroyed an entire economy. We have that many die every year. It's the same amount of death this year as last year. That destroys an economy. You know how many people have died in Australia of COVID-19? I've got the numbers right here. Here's the numbers. Ready? What do you think? I'll let you all fill that blank in. Ready? How many died in Australia of COVID-19? Ready? Fill it in. 25 million people live there. How many people died? Ready? Here it is bump a dum 200. 200. All these things. You go out to the store to buy a pack of gum and you get a $2,000 fine for 200 deaths. 200 deaths. And they're like, well, that's because we took extreme measures. Lockdowns have not been proven to do anything. If Sweden has a better death rate, better COVID death rate, then all the other states around it, except for like Norway beat New, uh, beat great Britain, gr- beat France, beat Spain, beat Italy, beat the United States. And they did nothing, no lockdowns, no masks and very little social distancing, just controlled their nursing homes. And they did that late. They admit it. They cost, they lost thousands of lives because they didn't out of 10 million people, they lost 5,000 people and they did nothing. Japan did no lockdowns and lost 810 at my last check. They have masks. I'll concede what's true is true. Lockdowns have not been proven to do anything. What has to happen is this. You see that? That's how a virus will go. If you just let it run its course, it'll go like this. It'll peak out just like that and be over in a hurry. Or you can make it go like this and extend out the death. And that's what's going on. That's what's going on in Australia is they're having a second wave of onto a first wave that never occurred because everybody locked themselves down. If you lock yourself down, this is what happens to you. You actually become like lighter fluid to a fire because as you're locked down, your immune system dissipates. goes, It goes way down. So then when you go back out and something that never would have bothered you before, like most of the time COVID won't now bothers you because you've dilapidated your immune system, no matter what happens, that virus will run through that population. The only way to stop it is God's word. Nobody's going to do that. So we're just going to talk about it in a worldly sense. It will run through. All they did was postpone the inevitable and weakened everybody's ability to be immune from it. That's all immune. Herd immunity has to happen. It's a virus. There's listen, those of you believe that if your flu vaccine works, there's never been a vaccine that works on a virus. If you happen to not get sick, it was just because your immune, your immune system beat the flu. Your flu virus vaccine for A, B, or whatever doesn't do a daggum thing. And by the way, there has never been a vaccine at all for anything with the name Corona on it, i.e. the common cold. Good luck. Anthony Fauci has been staring HIV in the face since 1982. It's 2020. He's 80 years old. What's he done? Jack freaking squat. Nothing. You think he's going to get this done? No, no. He just wants the money in the attempt to get it done. That's all that this whole thing is about, period. And that's what Australia now is looking at, mandatory vaccines. I'm going to read this last sentence to you. This is from Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly in Australia. Of course, the first will be voluntary vaccines, a voluntary call for people, and I'm sure there will be long queues, socially distanced of course for the vaccine he said there will be very strong campaigns to encourage people and we've had experience before at linking vaccination with other programs what does that mean oh you don't get vaccinated you don't get fill in the blank this government speak we have There will be very strong campaigns to encourage people. And we have had experience before linking vaccination with other programs. And all those things will be looked at over time. Oh, it could never happen here. Right? Right. Put up that last buck section tweet for me. Can you find it? There you go. Police are, this is in the UK. Police are using drones equipped with thermal imaging. So in other words, you know how you go to the airport? Yeah, keep that just stand by with that. You know you go to the airport and they stick you through that thing. You know none of the women want to go through there because they can like see through your clothes and stuff. What I mean, it's like a thermal imaging. I just prance about because who in the who on God's green earth would want to see this naked? So I mean, so I just prance right through there. Other people hesitate, but I'm like, <laughs> who cares? Who wants to see that <laughs> You know? people are sprinting the other way. Ah! Okay. But I just prance right through there. Right. Nothing. Well, that's the same thing. So now they're looking in your home. Oh, how glorious for COVID 99.9% survival rate, 0.1 post-infection death rate worldwide. Not even 1 million people have died out of 8 billion. Remember 8 billion. What is, what does it take to make a wait, make a billion a thousand millions. To make $1 billion. not even $1 million, not even a thousandth of a billion has died of COVID. And there's 8 billion people on planet Earth. And now, put that back up for me, buddy. Police are using drones equipped with thermal imaging cameras to break up friendly social gatherings. And people have been so brainwashed with exaggerated COVID fear that they don't see the very risk of us sliding into a dystopian super state. And that's my whole thing is we cannot let ourselves get desensitized and like, this is okay. And I want to be cooperative. And I heard Glenn Beck say this, Glenn, repent of this. I love everything else you're putting out. But Glenn Beck said, I wear a mask because I want to be courteous. No, 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 no ever. I wear a mask purposely not to be courteous because you're being courteous to a bold faced person. Freaking lie. And Christians, we're not to be courteous to lies. The devil is the father of lies. John chapter 8, verse 44 and 45. The devil is the father of lies. We're not to be courteous to lies. Well, I wear a mask because I want to be courteous to people. No! Too many quote unquote friendly Christians out there. No! All right, I'm not stopping here. (laughs) You guys want me to keep going? Put it on the screen for me. Just put it on the screen for me, guys, if you want me to keep going. So here we go. Maybe this will be the end. Who knows? If I'm all fired up tonight. I'm drinking a lot of caffeine over here between. So I'm getting fired up between takes. I want us to look at what America is. Aaron, if you could scroll through the pictures of the kneelers while I'm talking. Here we go. Just scroll through them. Don't even worry about me. There you go. This is where America is at. I mean, take a look at us right now. There we are in the National Hockey League. There's MLB. Taking a knee, one guy standing up for everybody. God bless him. Taking knees. Look at what we look like. Black Lives Matter, which is a socialist utopian organization, really built on gay rights, gay and transgender rights, and socialism. Opal Tometi, Patricia Colors, Patrice Colors, and take a look at this stuff. I wanted you to see this because is this going to become normal to us? Is this going to become normal? No. Listen. If you're like, you know what, I don't want to be bothered every day. Bring it back to me real quick. I don't want to be bothered every day. Be bothered. Christian, be bothered. You're like, well, what's the solution? Very simple. It is very simple solution. You don't have to worry about anything else. Are you ready? Here's the solution. Simply open up your Bible to 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, And seek my face and turn from their mask wearing capitulation, their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. That's all you've got to do. You're like, well, no, there's got to be actions. As you pray, God will tell you the action to take. And guess what? The first action he's going to tell you to take is Christians. Get your butts to church. I would say, I used to say, get back to church. No, no. Don't go back to your capitulating church unless your pastor has repented of closing his church and says, I was wrong to ever have done that. Don't ever go back. If you have to find or start another church, move, pack up and move cops in Atlanta, pack up and move Minneapolis, pack up and move Portland, pack up and move. It's worth it. They'll try you for murder if they have a chance. It's time for radical action. But as you pray, God will open the doors for you. He will. Do not. The first thing he's going to tell you is get yourself in fellowship. A lot of these pastors, they're not going to repent. They're making excuses. They're going to go back to revisionist history. They're going to say, Well, I was against it the whole time. Go back and look at their Facebook lives. They were not. I watched the guy from Largo ripping. The snot out of two of my favorite preachers in the world, my two favorite preachers in the world, Rodney Howard Brown and Jonathan Shuttlesworth are my favorite preachers in the world, ripping the crap out of them. And now he's begging people to come back to his church. Don't go back to that church unless he comes out. I am all for restoration upon the gospel, which is repentance. And a lot of these guys, well, we just did our best. And though, and and just like Jesus said, whitewashed fucking tombs. That's what they are. Go to a place that's preaching hellfire and brimstone. Go to a place that teaches you that everything you lay your hands to, you will prosper. Go to a place that teaches you that in everything you are caused to triumph. Go to a place that teaches you that no plague will draw near your dwelling. That you never needed to close your church. You never need to strap on a mask or quarantine. Go to that church. You're like, there aren't any. Move. It's time for radical action. Listen, some of it, listen, it's over. Your your state is the Titanic. It's over. Move to South Dakota. Move to Florida. If you're going to come as a red Republican. You're like, I can't, I can't. Listen, it's radical times right now. Listen, I was facing... Looking at being arrested myself, if Rodney Howard Brown hadn't taken the pinch for all the pastors in Florida and they still all capitulated, a bunch of cowards. If he wouldn't taken the pinch, guys like me would have end up taking it. Hundreds of us, hopefully hundreds, probably not, probably tens of us all over the state of Florida. It's time for radical action. I'm sorry. It is. God will take care of you. Take the action that you've got to take. Look at where we're at. I just showed you those pictures of those kneelers. Look at the look at our stadiums right now. Play the first video for me. Just fans,
4: it is look at the this. First time that has ever happened. This is where Major we are. This is his picture Chip still, Reed but it'll shift a lot.
0: A Camden Yards. Scoot it forward a little bit. Oh, there we go. In the look at this. Listen. Listen. The
4: There's nobody here.
0: The, the not, not a soul there. Are we okay
4: with this? Look at, look at it. Orioles Park in Baltimore today. The crack of the bat. Echoed it's empty, like a controlled explosion.
0: One, one, delivery. Look at the empty stadium. The Nobody crowds, there, a few dozen Look people the stadium, people standing on the gate. Or they're, or not the so or or they're not supposed to this Where is their mask arrest? Them all,
1: there were no kids here to chase all those foul balls.
4: Another one to
0: rattle. Hey, bring it back to me. Get the second video ready for me. Look at that. Look where we are. Is that that's normal to people now? Hey, hey, moms and dads, you that are pushing your kids hard in sports. What's their future? Well, you're like, well, COVID will end. Will it? How will it end? Explain to me how it ends. The virus is going to disappear. How did the flu do? Flu disappeared? Common cold disappeared? Pneumonia disappeared? It's not going to disappear. You look at it and you say, it's like Bongino always says in the wintertime, you don't say, am I going to turn the heat on or not? You say, how much of the heat am I going to turn on? So when you have a virus, you say, how are we going to deal with it? Not, are we going to extinguish it? It's going to just disappear. You have to, it's not, are we going to respond? Yeah, you respond. How? You respond with reasonable measures. And now look at where we're at. Over a 0.1 post-infection death rate. It's a ghost freaking town. And people are getting used to it. Play the next one.
4: JT grounded out his first step bat.
0: Little the Philly fanatic in the background. Look at this. Look at him. <laughs> look at these people. I mean, (laughs) look at what's going on here. Uh, Can you freeze that for me, Aaron? Uh, Freeze it. Can we, is this, that's perfect. This is our, look, look at these, look at these pictures. First of all, I want to know who was it that volunteered for these pictures. But second of all, probably contact tracers. Here's the thing. This is our quote unquote new normal. Are you going to capitulate to this? If you do and you want to be cur- courteous to the public, you can bring it back to me. And you want to be courteous to the public, you are condoning that insanity. Absolutely. Con- there it Good. Great picture. Condoning this insanity right here. This is where our country is at. This is, look at, that is where our country is at. Have you watched any of these games where they pipe in the crowd noise and they actually program it to respond to plays? it's absolutely crazy look at this this is in the nba this is how the nba is playing their games now play it for me this is their games and when you can't freeze it for me look at that that's that's the NBA. where's the crowd there is nobody look at all the idiots around with their masks on you're like tom it's not nice to call people idiots listen i'm sorry i really am i don't want to be that guy but that's where we're at It's absolute insanity. They call this now the NBA quote-unquote bubble. Don't get used to it. Don't ever get used to this stuff ever in life. Listen, look at this awesome picture of the NHL playoffs. Look at this. There's not a soul there, folks. Anybody ever been to an NHL game? I used to love the NHL. I can't stand them now. I'll never go again. Never. I'm done. And by the way, let me just back this up. We need a mass freaking exodus. You have Hollywood liberals all over the DNC this week. Eva Longoria hosting it. We need a mass exodus. No more Hollywood. No more NBA. No more NHL. NFL. Make them pay the price. Believe me, folks. There's other things to do besides staring at a screen and watching Eva Longoria or watching Hollywood. Hollywood. Or watching, where's that playing to the Bible at all anyway? Garbage in the eye is the window to the soul, and we let all that garbage in? What's the point? There's other things for us to do. There's other fun things. You know what we can start doing? We can start communicating again instead of actually, instead of this being America. Entertain me. Entertain me. That's all you see everywhere. People staring at their devices. Maybe we need to disconnect. It's time for radical action. Make the moves. And it starts with Second Chronicles 7.14. All right, we'll finish right there. Call it a day. What time is it? Oh, my word. Almost two hours. <laughs> you want to play that in closing? Yes. Go ahead, play it.
4: We still have comedy, though. We still have great comedy out there. There's always rambling Joe Biden. What the? F- Good afternoon, everyone. As uh, Lily already indicated, I'm Joe Biden's husband, Joe Biden.
0: <laughs> Joe Biden's
4: husband. So Joe you Biden. go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store, and in, in, in a supermarket, you control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run, brings out the carts on on, on 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 a forklift. What happens? Who brings the they cart out? They make you on a management. You can't get paid overtime. Joe said that even people at Tourette's go no. I'm prepared to say that I have a record. Of over 40 years and that i'm going to be joe biden <laughs> and we're going to create a new bio-based multi manufacturing job for, uh, uh environment to deal farmers in on the benefits of a changing economy <laughs> no what is going on we're going to have you're going to have travel bans you're going to not be able to do have have economic intercourse around- cannot let this we've never allowed any crisis from the civil war straight through to the pandemic of 17 all the way around 16 we have never never let our democracy (laughs) take second fiddle way that we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health joe is like your uncle who's on a new drug and hasn't got the dosage right yeah i do I know a lot of weed smokers. <laughs> well, Thanks for giving me the time. <laughs> Thank so you. So they don't wonder where I am.
2: <laughs> now I know. When they ask me, where is Joe Biden? I say he was on the 2 p.m. show on MSNBC.
4: I'm proud to work with Barack America. He's not a superhero, you idiot. Come here. We, the
0: people, we hold these truths, etc. Sounds corny, <laughs> but it's real. Hey, very bad. Be- I didn't know he did it twice. You know what we have to finish with? He messed up the first time. So Jerry came back and wanted to fix what happened at the DNC. He wanted one more chance at the podium. So here comes Jerry one last time to the podium. God bless you guys. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you. I thank you for all my brothers and sisters that are watching. Listen, I want you to receive this now. I'm praying over everybody that's on 200 plus on Facebook. If We'll have the technology soon. I'll be able to see what else is on on Periscope and on YouTube. I'm praying for each and every one of you individually right now. Seriously, I am saved, unsaved, hate me, love me. Here we go. Lord, I pray over each and every person within the sound of my voice right now. I pray over them. And Holy Spirit, whatever it is that they need, I ask you to draw them to. If they need to come to the cross, draw them, draw them to the saving power of Jesus Christ found in the at the cross, Lord. Draw them to the cross, the propitiation of sin found at the cross. Draw them there, Lord. And for all the Christians out there, I pray for them right now. If they're weak in body, if they're sick in body, if they're infirmed, I receive their healing. By your stripes, they were already healed. I receive their healing. Lord, I receive for every Christian listening right now. And for all those interested in Christianity, Holy Spirit, I pray your presence upon them, your drawing upon them, your power upon them, your grace upon them. Holy Spirit, influence all those within the sound of my voice. Not my voice, your voice. Influence them. Draw them to where you want them to be. Draw them to the moves that you want them to make. Draw them to the actions that you want them to take. Draw them to the prayers that you want them to pray. Draw them to what you want them to claim and to reject. Lord, we ask and we receive complete and total victory in this life through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit found in the grace of God through Jesus Christ. And listen, if you need Jesus tonight, go to him. If you're not saved, you're not saved. You can be a, you can be a conservative and you can be a Republican and not be saved. I love you. We agree politically. We'll fight together. Seriously. But I'm not going to tell you you're going to heaven when you're not just because you're a good person or you're a Trump supporter doesn't mean you're going to heaven. How do you know whether or not you're going to heaven? Has your sin problem been erased? Doesn't mean that, listen, I'm not perfect. I still struggle with sin sometimes. But what I did was I said, you know what? I can't pay the price for my own sins. Jesus, who was perfect, paid the price. And I lumped all my sins on his shoulders. And while doing that, I returned from my lifestyle of sin. And I became saved. If you have not done that, do that tonight. Simple as this to say, Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord be my savior. I'm going to walk with you. I turn from my old life and I give you my new life in Jesus name. You do that. You're saved. And then find yourself a gospel church. Listen, I love you guys. Seriously. I love you. Fight the good fight of faith. God bless you. Have a great Thursday.